satisfied. Well, hello on this beautiful, not so balmy March. What is today? The second or third? Today uh, is the third. third. Yep. And it's just like, holy moly, it is definitely chilly out there. Yeah. It but is. the snow is so, Friday's snow was so pretty. It was like diamonds and it was like shoveling feathers. And uh, it was, I started shoveling around the barns and the sidewalk and then I just said, oh, what the heck? So about 7.30, no, about, yeah, about 7.30, quarter to 8, I took the plow out and started plowing. And it was just, I had fun. It was just, it was, I just, when I went to the chores, I just, it was so quiet and so serene and so peaceful and so diamondy. It was fun. I, uh, I just, wow. I was at my parents' house just kind of taking care of some of the stuff for them. Uh-huh. And, um... They have like a fire feature on their outdoor kitchen, and I just like put it on as the snow is falling. And I just, oh, it was weird, but I just like sat there. Oh wow, no, it was just oh god, but I, it's so pretty. It was. I so really pretty. wanted to start a fire. Yeah, and just sit around a fire. Yeah, Friday night and just be in the snow globe, you know. But right. Oh well. Yeah. Too busy shoveling and plowing. <laughs> too busy actually yeah. doing stuff. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, actually doing something. So yeah. So hopefully all you guys stayed between the ditches and nobody got. There was a lot of accidents Fridays. Holy yeah. Moly. There was a lot. pile up by Stacy in Wyoming, one up on 35W in Lexington. Uh, man, it was just, and then it was funny when, not funny, but coming in on 35 to see all where all the cars went off. And then, you know, the, they, you know how they have those cables between so you can't cross over and hit somebody head on? A lot of those cables are... Are missing now, right? Well, they're kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, well. Yeah. But, oh, well. I know. I saw like a lot of people like... When I was um, driving, I saw this truck that had a trailer pull out in front of me, mm-hmm. and the truck was fine, but then the trailer was just swerving oh, back and forth, and I was like, dude, Ew. I was like, you got to drive slower. Like, just make drive slow until you get your trailer yeah. right behind your butt. There you go. And then you can drive like I a maniac. There's, I posted on my Katie, or not my Katie K9, on my Facebook page, Yeah, uh, there where they had this uh, truck on a farm, but had a long flatbed, a gooseneck flatbed, you know, so you got the big truck, you got the gooseneck, but the, there was no load on the on the trailer. Well, anyway, so they hipped, hitched up, uh, I don't, I think it was three horses, team of horses to it, and those team of horses, you know, pulled the truck and the gooseneck, you know, forward, I'm like, way to go, that's true horsepower. Imagine there's a lot of team being hooked up. I know some of the Amish down they were helping pull because <laughs> the tow trucks are getting stuck too. And, and yeah. you know, it's just crazy. Yeah. But anyway, well, hopefully you guys have got questions for me today is me and Carly as usual. We're here for your listening enjoyment. <laughs> and remember we podcast uh, you, uh, all the shows here on my talk. One Oh seven one. We're all podcasts. So you can go to my show page at one, my talk one Oh seven one.com uh, type in Katie canine. And then you can catch all my past shows. And so you can take me wherever you go or you can stream the show live any place in the whole world when I'm on. So great. to hope for that. So hopefully you got some questions and I've got some stuff I want to talk about too. And it's just, oh, my t- kidney stones, uh, my surgery Tuesday went well. And so I'm up and I'm on, I'm, 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 I'm what is it? I'm on, I'm coming back. You're on I'm the doing. mend. Yeah, I'm on the mend. There yep. we go. I'm you definitely feel better. And uh, so like I said, hopefully game on and I'm, you know, be able to kick some serious butt and get, but now I just got to try to get some classes because everything's been discombobulated with yeah. canceling classes. And I just try to got to try to get everybody reorganized and then get more classes out there. So yeah, you can check my, my classes, whether you would want to be getting a class or a puppy class you can go to my website and there again, it's on my show page, go to my talk 1071.com. So if you got a question, give a holler 651-641-1071, 651-641-1071. And uh, now one thing, uh, do you, uh, 
you know, so many people kiss their dogs. Yes. Okay. Dogs hate kisses. You know, if the dog comes to you to give you a kiss, yes, great. But if you get into your dog's face, believe it or not, most dogs, what they will do is that if you go towards them to give them a kiss, they will turn their head sideways, Yeah, you know, and then kind of look back at you and then turn your head sideways. And what they're doing is giving you a calming signal and basically telling you, you know, yeah, not right now. And then so many people will take and try to crank it back, you know, and it's like, don't do that. If you, if you go towards a dog for a kiss and they turn sideways, then you just honor that and don't go for, forward. I took uh, my, or taught my uh, daughter. Oh, we got somebody calling in. Excellent. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. I taught my daughter Cassandra to never kiss or hug my dogs. But what we did is I taught my dogs kisses. So I tap my cheek and say kisses. And sometimes they came in to give kisses, and sometimes they didn't. And so you, that's one thing, folks, is that honor that. But there are some dogs that you know seem to. But uh, I would always ask the dog. Uh, but if you literally grab them and you want to bring their face right into your face, and that's usually what it gets kids bit is because they go right into the dog's face, and the dog is like whoa and they give them a warning like hey 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 get out of my face get out of my face and and the dog and the kids don't know any better that a growl means back off so that's why you got to teach the kids uh, i wouldn't let cassandra do anything to my dogs or our dogs that she could not do to other dogs because you t- if you tell them don't do this to other dogs they're not going to remember that they're just going to do it so that's why like i said it kisses ask the dog if you like tap your cheek and say kisses look at Give me kisses. And if they come up and give you kisses, great. And if they don't, then just give them a pet. Okay? Don't give them a hug. Dogs, you know, people hug, not dogs. Do you see dogs hug? And so, you know, I don't want to burst your bubble and think that you're, but the thing is, is that you got to think like a dog. And the dogs tolerate a lot of stuff from us humans. And there are some personality of dogs that, boy, they just, somebody's going to get hurt because, you know, that, that it, it's just like, no, 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 don't do that to me. So honor the dog. Understand who your dog is and what they will accept and will not accept. Okay. That's, that's a huge part of dog ownership, not just because you want to do it. You know, ask the dog, touch your cheek, kisses, give me kisses. If they come in and give you kisses, great. If they don't, well, then move on. You just rub their tummy or whatever type thing. Okay? Okay. Who? Let's head for the phone lines. Sounds good. All right. We're going to talk to Maggie. All right. Maggie has a question about anal glands and her dog. All right. Anal glands. I think we had one last week, too. Hey, Maggie. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. What kind of dog? Um. So, I don't know for sure, but I think our best guess is Chihuahua Dachshund Rat Terrier. Okay. How many pounds? Uh, he's 15 pounds. 15, okay. So what's going on? Yeah. So he is, like, almost six. Um, so I, he didn't start struggling with his anal glands at all. Like, he never had to have him expressed up until, like, a few months ago. Right. And I was just wondering if that's something that's normal with aging or if it's more concerning. So he's been having to get them expressed probably, like, once a month. Okay. Because they've been bothering him. All right. Does he butt scoot a lot? Less butt scooting and more licking. He does butt scoot sometimes, though. Um, okay. Mostly right after he goes to the bathroom, he'll butt scoot. All right. Okay. Uh, believe it or not, this is a food issue. F- food and digestive okay. enzymes and probiotics. And so what food are you uh, feeding? Um, it's Natural Balance, their Synergy one. Okay. And then how, do you rotate it at all? Do you, have you changed it at I all? I don't. Yep. He's been getting that for and, years. Yep. And bingo, there is your problem. The body finally just said, we're done. And says coming okay. out by way of the anal gland. So you, what you need to do is get some. This, is this the only dog you have? 
Okay, so what you got to start doing is doing some rotation in the diet. And the more, not at first, because since he's been on the food for so long, you've got to go very calmly, very slowly on this, sure. right? Yeah. And so then you're okay. going to rotate over. But um, I would strongly suggest, obviously, the Nutrisource, I love them because they got so many varieties okay. and formulas to rotate with. And the quality sure. of food, remember, they haven't had a recall ever in 50 years of making dog food. Okay. And so that's why I, yeah. I totally love them. But And you can go to a lot of the stores and they can give you samples you know let's say they got their beef and rice and uh, you know don't just do a grain free always put it in rotation do a non-grain free at a grain free if you choose but just unless there's a reason why your dog needs to be totally on grain free you know you just you you don't feed a total grain free diet right but i can guarantee you if you start getting him into different proteins that that will go away but what's happened is that the body finally just has thrown it up in the air now um is it a chicken base do you know what what base your food is uh, chicken and salmon. Okay, yep. So what you want to do is you want to stay away from those two for a long time. You know, do a lamb, okay. do a beef, do a duck, okay, mm-hmm. is what you what you can do. But uh, I'm not big on the kangaroo or the venison, you know, but I just, I you know, but the, you got three right there. You got the duck, you got the, you know, the uh, the beef, I mean, the beef, the lamb, and then, you know, the duck, you know, that you can rotate through, all right? And okay. so, or quail or something like that. But try to stay away from those two because, like I said, the body is saying, you know, we're done. And it's coming out by right. way of the anal, anal sacs, which most, or anal glands that most people don't, you know, don't realize that it's a food issue. And it really is. I would also add some probiotics and some digestive enzymes to really get this done. And start out with like not quite a quarter of the new to three quarters of the old. You'd start out with baby steps here, you know, like for three, four days and then, you know, make it a little bit more and then a little bit, you know what I mean? The doodos will sure. tell you if you're going too fast. If his doodos are starting to get a little soft, slow down. You're going too fast, okay? But okay. if you get, if you put um, the probiotics and the digestive enzyme in there, that the, the this, it will help his system deal with the changeover. And then what you want to try to get into eventually is that you, whatever food you buy only lasts you for two weeks, and then you're on to right. a different formula. All right. Okay. And so, and then with smaller dogs like that, sometimes what you could do is take like a six pound or eight pound bag, cut it in half, put half in the freezer, okay, and feed out half, and then open another bag, okay. cut it in half, feed that out, put half in free. You know what I mean? So, so then you yeah. go back to the freezer and start over again. So, and it, but that that rotation that will do it. I can guarantee you because, like I said, I we talked about with Dr. Jess when she was here. My big dog. You, most people think of this a small dog problem. And when my fifty pound shepherd mix was doing it, I'm like, really, really? Yeah. And that's what I first met Dr. Jess. And so she says, food, change it. And I had not. That's before I started to get into my, you know. Uh, you know, doing nutrition and stuff like that. So I learned a lot. So do that, and all will be right with the world, okay? Perfect. Thank you. You have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Alrighty then. Okay, why do dogs chase cats? We'll talk we'll talk about it when we come back. Oh, I've been shaking, I'm Hello. Thanks for sharing your after, Sunday afternoon with us. Greatly appreciate it. Why do, why do dogs chase cats, Carly? Do you have any idea? Um, I know. Because they can. No. <laughs> because they can. No. 
That's not an answer. No, Come but, on. But you know what, though, is that, you know, we got to remember dogs are prey driven if it moves or on it. Oh, right? yeah. Okay. Okay. And so what happens is that high, squirrel chasers or, you know what I mean? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chasing rabbits or whatever. Those are dogs that have high prey drive. Okay. And those will be the notorious cat chasers. All oh. right. And then also, too, look at the life of a cat. A cat is very independent. They have to warm up two situations okay if a, if a cat if a cat is brought up with the dog he's learned the quirks and and can roll with the punches but if a d- cat has never seen a dog and the biggest thing that a dog wants to do is smell it it's a cat you know it's something new i want to go smell it well so then what'll happen is that the, the cat is getting too close to the cat the cat goes to run the prey drive kicks in now they're now they're you know chasing Got it. So the biggest thing is, is that if you want to introduce a dog and a cat, you first of all, put the cat in a, in a kennel so the dog can do all the sniffies. Okay, then rub the cat with a bandana and then put that on the dog so he's living with that smell of that cat. Because the reason why the dog wants to get up into that cat's face is to smell him. Who are you? Let me yeah. smell your butt. You know, dogs are big butt sniffers. Yeah. But anyway, and most cats will just get terrorized and take off. And then the chase ensues, the prey drive kicks in and away we go. And so that's why you want, what you want to do is keep your dog on a leash. You know, if you're trying to introduce dogs and cats and then, you know, like I say, put the cat in a, in, in a kennel so the dog can get sniffies a couple times a day. And then eventually they, they will warm up. There are some cats that will seek and destroy a dog. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. They see a dog, man, they're going, they're going, you know, guns blazing, you know, for them. But the biggest thing is, is that's why dogs chase cats because it's the prey drive. And so that's why you want to keep the dog on a leash or, and then, you know, uh, be the referee so that if they slowly can acclimate eventually you know if the dog looks like it's going to chase a cat you can go ah leave it and you've got them on a leash you can follow through with it so anyway so that's why dogs will chase a cat and and huskies are notorious cat killers all your husky lines and unless they grow but this is what's odd i i knew somebody that that they got the puppy and the kitten at the same time they grew up but then the cat died then they went and got another cat figuring that okay the husky grew up with the cat so they went and brought this other cat yeah that didn't work out it, you know there was no way where they were going to get those two things together the dog saw that cat as a lunch he got along fine with the one he grew up with but otherwise he wasn't going to welcome and it has to do with the personality and then also the prey drive the higher the prey drive the more they're going to go for that cat all right okay let's uh got a call give i mean i got a question give a haul. call call 651-641-1071 who's up next we're gonna talk to judy judy has a question about a bulldog okay bulldog hi judy how you doing hi well i'm a little nervous but i'm fine. oh don't be nervous don't be nervous we're just talking here and nobody okay, listens to the show anyway. <laughs> don't say that. So anyway. I know a lot of people that listen. Oh, thank you. Um, we have a year-old, maybe 14-month-old pit bull, Frenchie, a French pit Oh, a French one? Uh-huh. Okay, a French bull bulldog. And, okay. And um, we've been told they have a stubborn nature. Mm-hmm. But I think, I'm wondering... My husband and I are 70, and I'm wondering if we're too old for this puppy because she's so, she's just into everything. She's smart. I swear she's going to be talking uh-huh. soon. And, um, 
but it's, it just has to do with the energy, you know, of you and then um, the energy and, and puppies up to about two to three years old. They've got the dickens in them anyway, whether you've got a Frenchie or whether, you know, you got a lapso opso or, you know, a, 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 a hound dog or whatever type thing. You know, they just got the dickens in them and they want to test this out and check this out and all that kind of stuff. And so the, the, the uh, obviously, I, if, if you're, I don't know, like I say, your mobility or whatever type thing, obviously an obedience class is something that you should go to so you can get organized and the pup can get organized. And then, um, uh, like, what are some of the things that are going on that's, you know, sending over the edge? Are you there? Hello, Judy, are you there? Uh-oh, lost Judy. Judy, got call back, call back so we can find out what this dog is sending you over the edge. Well, it's probably just the puppy shenanigans, you know, grabbing a shoe and taking off or grabbing something and taking off or jumping on them, you know, type thing, not coming when it's called. And all that is is, is you know, is training, whereas you don't, you so you follow through so the dog can't you know, do those things. And, you know, like I say, some older people, boy, I know a gal that's 82 and she got a pup and she's just right there with it. You know, we're all different at our ages. (laughs) And so as far as what we can deal with and what and such like that. So it is what it is. But the whole thing is, is, you know, I strongly suggest that as the older people and older now, I'm going to be what, 64 this year. So I'm classified older people. So, but the thing is, you, you, what is your energy level? You, you know, whereas do you just want to kind of hang out and have a dog that hangs out with you or are you, are you up for the puppy shenanigans? And so to me, when you hit about 55, 60, okay, you want to pay, pay attention because now what's your longevity and what's your dog's longevity? You know, that's, that plays into it also. Okay. We got Judy back. Judy, yes. okay. Hello. Oh, there you go. Yes. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Okay, what I asked was, uh, is that what shenanigans is the pup doing that's driving you nuts? You know, the biggest thing she does is she picks up stuff to chew on. <laughs> I mean, I swear these. Uh, my husband and I drop one thing, and we are right on it. Uh-huh. And she's picking apart toys and chewing on some of that stuff. Right. And um. You know, those Kong balls? Yeah. My husband plays with her with those, and she'll run and get them, and oh, it's really... But the other issue we have with her is her feeding. And when I've listened to you long enough, I wonder if the two are related. I don't know. She, um, we have given her... She's had a touchy stomach as long as we've had her. Right. We think, and the vet thinks. So at one point, the vet said to put her on the IV food. And um, so we did that, and then we were told we could give her small carrots and bananas. And um, But she didn't want to eat dry food. Right. I mean, she she would eat it eventually, but Mm -hmm. we'd play with her and get her to eat it. Mm -hmm. Well, now... Since then, I've given her, um, we've used blue, blue bait, is that what's called? Blue, blue buffalo? Blue buffalo, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> I don't think she likes that. The other, um, about a week, week and a half ago, she vomited. Honest to God, I'm a nurse, and I have never seen a dog, I mean a person, vomit that much. Oh, really? And... What, yeah. did she, what did she vomit up? Well, what she vomited up were pieces of carrot mm-hmm. and pieces of this blue buffalo. Okay, okay. And, um, but we have also been giving her Caesar's 
wet food mm-hmm. in an effort to get her to eat mm-hmm. the dry food. Mm-hmm. So we mix about a, a half a cup of um, the blue buffalo and then a half a cup of the uh, Caesar's wet food and just half of that. Okay. Half of one, you know. Mm-hmm. We don't want her to be heavier. Right. So now, are, are you and, uh, saying a half a cup, like a, a measuring cup, a half a cup? Yes. Okay, that's a lot of food for that size dog. Yes, it. Oh, yeah, that's a lot. A, yeah, twice a day. Yeah, that. So that's so you're giving her a cup in the morning and a cup at night, correct? Because it's a no, half of this. Giving her a, you're a give, half a cup in the morning, half a cup of dry food. Yep. And then a half of those little wet. Um, wet food things, oh, okay. scissors, you know, yeah. like they look like a tuna fish can or right. something. Right. So we give her just half of that to try to get her take. Okay. Okay. Well, the thing is, no, though, I, is that um, uh, you do not doctor the food up to get your dog to eat. Okay. And the food that you're using, the canned stuff, that's all sugar. That's all fillers. It's not healthy for her. It's like eating oh Snicker bars God. with what you're giving her. Okay. And if you said she has okay. a touchy stomach, what you got to do is get higher, you know, high quality. And then, you know, that and she will and small dogs and I classify small dogs 20 pounds and under. Uh, they have a tendency, and the smaller they are, they're even worse at this. They don't like to eat anything longer than maybe three days and in a row. And then they're looking at you like you got something else, <laughs> right? And so when you got smaller dogs, you want to really be a good rotator, you know, of ro- ro- rotating the food, like between maybe a dehydrated, and the, which is like army rations, and then what you do, you know, it's got the meat and everything in there. And so then you just put uh, wa- hot water on it, let it rehydrate, and then feed it out freeze-dried, which is the raw, with the moisture taken out. And then with the dry food, uh, what you can do is that... um uh, you know, if you because dogs eat according to smellability. If it smells cool, they want it. They don't have any. They have seven. They have nine hundred taste buds in there. We have nine thousand in our body. Yes, okay. So dogs don't do it by taste. They come up, they sniff it. It's like cool. I'll take that. <laughs> but if it doesn't, if it smells like cardboard, they're not going to eat it. All right. And so that's why if you find better foods, you know, higher quality that have a good smell and store it right, you you your dog should eat everything. And then also too, with a small dog, hopefully, you know he. He will not eat, um, if he eats too fast, he will throw up, or if he eats too much, he can throw up, all right? And so, okay. you know, if, if he's a glutton, as far as, you know, I'm going to woof this puppy down, all right? You want to hold on mm-hmm. a second? We've got to run to break, so don't hang up, all right? Sure. Okay, sure. hold on. What do you get when you cross an elephant with a fish? What do you get when you cross an elephant with a fish? Be back. All righty then, must be Katie Canine Show, because that would be my theme song. So anyway, what do you get when you cross an elephant with a fish? Um, da, 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 a da. trunk fish. Uh, oh, you're close. You're close. Swimming. Fin. Swimming trunks. Shrim- oh, okay. Swimming, swimming trunks. trunks. Okay. I was like, go. it's got to be something okay, like that. There you go. Yeah, swimming yeah, yeah. trunks. Hey, okay. That's what you I'm going to give me myself like a half a point. There you go. Yes, <laughs> I would. I would if I yeah. were you. Yeah. There you go. Very good. Very good. And say Jody from Hugo, thank you very much for calling in <laughs> and saying, I just said that because I wanted to put Judy on, uh, be relaxed, that nobody's listening in, you know, so don't feel nervous being on yeah. the radio. But anyway, so Jody, <laughs> thank you so much for the little, you know, per- <coughs> ego booster that people do listen to me. So thank you so much, Jody. And hopefully your, your little fur, you know, fur kid is doing great. I know her husband's out of town. Uh, 
over in Europe someplace. Oh. <laughs> he likes to travel a lot. That sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Okay, let's go back to, hey, you got a question? Give a holler, 651-641-1071. Okay, we're back with Judy. Okay. Hello. There you go. Say, Jude. Okay. So the thing is, is that what we need to do is, you know, uh, get your dog. You know, when dogs have touchy stomachs, what uh, what you yeah. wanted, they need to be on probiotics, digestive enzymes, and some, you know, things. And so what you can do is that, you know, you can give me a holler up at Katie's Canine, and I can go over that with you. Uh, but the big, you know, so the big thing is, and then rotate into, you know, a, a better quality, and then rotate more. You know, try to get like three different dog foods, you know, foods that, you know, that, that remember dogs eat according to smellability. Okay, if it smells cool, they're into it. All right. And so, like I said, many different little things that we can do to get you going. Um, also, the, now we were saying that, um, now does she destroy her toys? Well, yeah, she does. Okay, sure. do they have do they have squeakers in them? Yes. Okay, don't get the squeaker toys. If 99% yeah. of all dogs destroy the toys because they that squeaker sound, they hate it. It's like their nails on a chalkboard, and that's why they can get those squeakers out in 0.2 seconds, usually. So, oh so get toys that don't make a noise, and you'll be really surprised how they usually take care of the uh, the things that don't make a noise. And so that's why you can get like the Kong family, you know, the rubber ones and such like that. Uh, there's a yes. tough, there's rough, tough toys. They have no, they're kind of like a canvas toy, and they don't have squeakers in. So go go looking because all the cutesy stuff, they're so doggone cute. Like, oh, he's gonna like this, but then you squeak it, and the dog is just like, oh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why get toys that do not have squeakers in it and then also teach the dog to be nice so let's say he lays down to like destroy the toy then what you do is you come up take the toy and go ah, 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 be nice be nice then give the dog toy back ah, 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 be nice teach him to be nice with the toys to carry him around and not destroy them all right but yeah almost every toy that has a squeaker in it that and some dogs are very dainty about it they just rip the squeaker out and then they will play nicely with the toy all right some dogs literally obliviate the toy and the squeaker every dog is different on oh that God. all right so i would say we took her to a class not at your place. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, do I say? Okay, but um, it was a little closer to us. Yeah, and no problem. The gal, I mean, there's 20 dogs there, and the yeah. gals have, well, I don't know. She is really tough. She's a diva. <laughs> and, you know, so then we think, well, Maybe it's us. Okay, no, that your French because your French all your when it says bulldog in uh, you know whether it's an English bulldog, an American bulldog, a French bulldog. Okay, bulldogs are bullheaded. They have got a will of iron. All right, and so what you got to do is you got to work with it because you're not going to barge through it. You can't move a mountain. Okay, so what you learn okay. to do is to work with them and have some fun and build a good relationship with the dog. All right. And so then eventually right. the dog will get better and better. I have a quickie class on Saturday, November, or November, March 16th, March 16th. Okay. I'm at my class up in Katie's Canines in Hugo. Okay. It's from 10 to 1. And what it is is that a lot of people that either live too far or just don't have time, it's a crash beginner one course. We get the right training collar for you. And then we all the stuff is to organize you so you can get the best from your dog and start building the team. Then I also have handouts. 
so that you don't have to try to remember everything I'm telling you, all right? But that's what it sounds like, getting the right training collar and getting you organized and getting your pupper organized. But like I said, if they got a will of iron, if one trainer... But see, when you got 20 dogs to a class... That's really tough to work, get any kind of attention for, I mean, cause my class, my dogs, my classes are only eight dogs a class, all right? And it's me training. Uh-oh. So okay. you get a lot more attention to work on the individuality or you can set up a private class. But what it is is to get you organized, understand the dog's personality, and then what works for one dog doesn't work for all dogs. So we just got to figure out what will work get this dog's attention you can let the dog drag a six foot nylon leash around so if she grabs something she's not supposed to have step on that leash hey where are you going walk up the leash instead of becoming a catch me if you can you know nana nana nunu you know type yeah. thing okay and so just little baby steps will get you you know working good are you a reader do you read a lot my husband is a reader. Okay, well, I, I don't. Okay, yeah, but some people. My one girl. I got a couple girlfriends that don't. But anyway, so the thing is, there's a book out there called "People Training for Good Dogs." People training okay. for good dogs. That maybe he should well, read that. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It does. I'm actually a people trainer, not a dog trainer. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. But anyway, uh, but people training for good dogs by Berryman, B E R R Y M A N. And the thing is, is that you, you got to see things from the dog's point of view, and all of a sudden, the whole world opens up. And the, the big thing is a lot of people, you know, this is what a human would do, but, you, you know, that's not what you're working with. You're not working for with a human. You're working with the dog. So you got to understand it from their point of view. All right? All right. So people training well, for good dogs. So yeah, and then give me a call up at Katie's Canine. You know, we can, uh, you can go to my talk. Uh, you got a piece of paper and a pencil? I can give me a, my phone yes. number. Mm-hmm. Okay, 651-429-5433. Yes. Uh-huh. Five four three three. Yeah, give me a call and we can go over the diet and supplements and such like that, so we don't take up so much airtime. Okay. Yeah. And right, then and right. and start right, getting. Thank you for that. You best you started start getting her healthy, and then and you get be able to calm down and not you know be going over the edge here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. You bet, you Judy. Really are great. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. <clears throat> yep. Now, you know, but that's the thing. Puppies are. I haven't had a puppy in 50 years. And there's a reason. They're a lot of work. They will fry your last nerve. It's like having two-legged kids, you know, like whether they're a year old, two years old, whatever. Some people just can't deal with it. Some people can. And so that's why the whole thing is, is that that's why I get secondhand dogs. I prefer them like, you know, a year and a half to two years old because then they're getting out of that puppy mentality, like that stage, and then can focus. And the big thing um, with pups under a year old, their focus point isn't there and they're testing you to see what they can and cannot get away with. And that's why I say Anytime you're having trouble with dog grabbing things and taking off, let them drag a leash around the house. If they try to eat the leash, then have a spray bottle filled with water. And if they try to chew on the leash, just blast them in the face with the water and just go, ah, leave it. And as soon as they back off, then redirect. Uh, where's dad? Where's your ball? Let's go do this. Don't stand there and wait you know, for them to see if they're going to do it again. But by letting them drag a leash around, sometimes too in their head, they think, hey, you can follow through. So now, then they're not as naughty. And then you can follow through and no more catch me if you can games. Or if they, you don't want the dog on the, on the couch. Well, and I've said this over and over and over again on the show. Never, ever grab a dog by its collar if he's on the bed or the couch and you don't want him there. because uh, Or even in their bed. 
because a dog has a fight or flee. If they can't flee, then they they don't know that you're not going to hurt them. And so, and then plus, if the dog is sleeping, he's not quite awake. He doesn't know if he's being attacked by another dog or what. So his initial instinct is to just, you know, come out, you know, teeth blaring. So that's why, like I say, you got to stop and think a little bit. And that's why anytime if your dog is sleeping, clap your hands, stop the floor, you know, wake them up. And then when they, when they uh, stretch and yawn and shake, now they're awake. Now you can touch them, pick them up, whatever, but make sure they're awake. And usually that some dogs will just, you know, get up, you know, kind of shake and then they're awake. Some have to stretch and yawn and then shake, but shaking is usually involved. <laughs> but anyway, give a holler, folks. You got open lines, 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And remember, go to mytalk1071.com, go to my show page, and Carly is nice enough to post some fun stuff, funny stuff for you to look at, so check that out. And then also, if you want to go to my Facebook page, that the link is there, or to my website, the link is there. And then there's a link to uh, Nutrisource um, and then um, uh, Pet Minnesota Pet Cremation Society. You know, if you need that, because you know we that, that's what people don't realize that you, someday you're going to need it, and you don't have to have an old pet to have that happen. You know, there's uh, plenty. There's unfortunately a lot of dogs that you know at two years old something happens, and so and then don't be in the thrones of grief that you have to make decisions. Okay, that's why like the <clears throat> Minnesota Pet. <clears throat> Ah, the Minnesota Pet Cremation of Minnesota is is really an, an awesome place because they will work with you, and they're just oh, they're great people. So, and then Nutrisource, of course, and then also Northwest Wisconsin Veterinary Clinic for all your uh, cat and dog needs. You know they have low cost spay and neutering, and anytime, uh, yeah. So you want to check out Dr. Jill and Dr. Jeff, you know, out there at Northwest Wisconsin Spay Neuter and Wellness Clinic. And it will, thank goodness for their sponsorship, because otherwise we wouldn't be, I, they, you know, got to bring in some money. So we got to pay for the show, right? All right. Okay. Who's up? Or where should we go to? Or is it? Let's get some trivia. Let's get some trivia and then we'll yeah. come on back. Come on back. Okay. Well, let's see what it is. Okay. What do you do if your dog steals your spelling homework? What do you do if your dog steals your spelling homework? Be back. There he goes, waiting for you to hit, start doing your thing. <laughs> there you go. Okay, what do you do if your dog steals your spelling homework? Think about it, think about um, it. Ooh, oh, <coughs> you say bad dog. <laughs> you take the words right out of I'm his just, mouth. Um, okay, kay. spelling homework, yeah. you take the words right out of that his mouth. That makes more sense. There you go. All right. Moving right along. I like that one. There we go. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, got a question. 651-641-1071. Who's up? We are going to talk to Kelly. All right. And Kelly has a question about a black lab with skin issues. All right. Hi, Kelly. How you doing? I'm good. How are you, Katie? Good, good. So how old is your lab? He is six years old. Okay. And then, of course, you know the traditional question. What do you feed him? Well, so we um, used to, you know... He had some problems. We could tell he was, you know, the ears were itching and everything. We took him to the vet. They put him on some expensive pills. <laughs> and then we went to, to Chuck and Don's, and they said, try Nutrisource, and maybe it could be allergic to chicken. Yeah. And the light bulb went off because every time we gave him chicken, he would get, like, super sick. Mm-hmm. So we kept him on this. Looks great for a good two years. And then we switched the food 
to a different, same brand, the Nutrisource brand, but it was from a big box store. I don't know if this had anything to do with it, but all of a sudden, he came out with this, the skin, I mean, it, it's like dander, it's like scabs underneath the fur. Okay. So we switched them back. It's been three weeks. We put them on salmon pills, and I give them, like, oatmeal baths every two weeks. I just, I'm, I'm not sure we need to take them back into the vet. No. Or is it... No, because it's it's food. It's food driven. You already pro, pro, right. proven that, okay? Yeah. And so now, what do you have them back on? We have them on the Nutrisource from Chuck and Don, and it's you know like the beef, or you know we just we keep away from the chicken. Okay. So the beef and beef and rice, and then there's yeah, lamb and rice. Yeah. There's trout and rice. Yeah, but okay. I think we're on trout right now. But okay. Okay. You know, switch it up, but yeah, I just, okay. I'm just wondering, does it just need to run its course? And so, right now, um, uh, uh, well, what's happening here, too, because <laughs> the winter is getting longer and longer, you know, our skin gets dry because the furnace goes on. So, yeah, you need right. to bump up the omega-3s, you know, the fish oil, or yep. you, and some people are using plankton. Also, too, I would give them extra virgin coconut oil. It's one teaspoon per 10 pounds of body weight with a maximum of three tablespoons per day. Because what that does is have a lot of good fats that will help with his coat also and his all around. All right. But go do a baby steps. Don't. Otherwise, he will get the runs. You know what I mean? Do a teaspoon, you know, once a day for, you know, a week. And then now it's two teaspoons, you know, build to what you need. All right. So then we got the fish oils. We got the coconut oil. We got his food back, you know, type thing. Also, by adding some extra fats, what the coconut oil will. Because I just had that happen with my, um, my Gilligan. My, uh, you know, Yorkie Karen Terrier. I mean, he was doing fine, yep. and all of a sudden, he's an itching machine. And uh, Dr. Yep. Jess brought up, is I said, I feed him raw, freeze-dried, dehydrated. You know, and, and so she says, you know what? He's. I, it sounds like his fat, for some reason, the fat ratio is in the toilet, so bu- bump up his fat. And the only way okay. you can get good fat is by getting green tripe. Green tripe, T-R-I-P-E. Okay? okay, and what that is, I know this is gross, but it's the cow intestines. Okay, stinks like all get out, but it's the best thing for dogs. And where do you get that? Um, you can go to go to um, greentripe.com or org. I can't remember. Green Tripe. All right. And then okay. they, they have places that you can get it. Do not use the ones for humans because they bleach it and make it white and it's just scuzzy. All right. You want the good stuff, which is the green right. tripe. So that will add extra fat. But, you know, don't come out with start out with baby steps of that also. You know, you know, as far how many pounds is he? He's about 70 pounds. 70 pounds. Okay. Yeah. And, and so and this is an addition. This isn't his dinner. This is an addition to his dinner. All right. And okay. so, and, and a lot of, if you go to that greentripe.com, they, it'll explain to you more. And also you can go to, um, dogsnaturallymagazine.com and then put in green tripe and then read more about it. And then they'll give okay. you, you know, uh, uh, give you directions as far as like how much, how, you know, whatever type thing. But that's what I would do is add that to his diet. And so then what you're Perfect. doing now is you're getting more fat, more oils. And so then that should take care of it. And then, okay. um, uh, let's see. Da, 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 because you went from chicken and rice. What now? What did What did you start out with? Oh, when he was, I mean, you know, this, when he was like three, four, we were giving him the chicken and rice. Okay. And then, but you know, the you know with the scabs between his paws and everything, and that's when the vet started him on the pills. But we went to Chuck and Don. They said just try taking him off of everything. Try getting the chicken out of his diet. 
and it completely cleared up. Yep. I mean, for Good. three, four years, the yep. dog was great. Yep. And then just this last winter, you know, we switched up the food yep. for whatever reason. And, and what you might I mean, want... I feel so bad because it's just so scaly and gross. Yep. And be careful about yeah. those baths because that dries the coat out, all right? That's what I'm thinking. So I, I do a little bit of coconut oil with the lavender, and I rub that in on the skin afterwards. Okay, okay. Um, then oh. uh, another thing, too, is that you might want to consider, like, do a beef and rice by a small... This is the only dog you have? Yeah. Okay. So you might want to just get the six or eight pound bags and then rotate into the next one and rotate in so you're not on any one thing for any length of time. Do one right. grain free, one non. One grain free, one non. All right. And just okay. see if that will help also, you know, to kick this uh, in, you know, uh, kick this back into gear where his system settles down. I would also, just to try to get him back, is doing a probiotic, the digestive enzymes. And you might want to try from animalessentials.com, you might want to try a whole whole food supplement they have. They also have the probiotic and digestive enzyme there, too. So you can one-stop shopping. All right, perfect. Okay, but that's what Thanks I... So but, but add everything. Do baby steps here so you don't put them into a tailspin. <laughs> and, and, and then everything should... But keep me posted and let me know how it goes. Because in two weeks, you should start seeing a difference, all right? Wonderful. Okay. Right, thanks so much. You bet. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, two weeks, you usually start seeing a thing. But that's, like I said, with my little Gilligan, you know, he's never itched. And it's just like, all of a sudden, he's like, you know, frantically. I'm like, what the hey? And so I called Jess. I said, okay, kid, I'm doing everything I tell everybody to do. What am I missing? She, so I told her, and she says, I think he needs more fat for some reason. You know, and then because it has been so dry, you know, the, our skin is abnormally, you know, dry. And so that's yeah. And so that's why people out there, if your dog is abnormal and you got him on fish oil, you got him on a good diet, then the thing is, it's still itching. Add more fat. And the green tripe is the best way. Don't use bacon grease or bacon. Then you're going to put his pancreas into a problem. So anyway. Okay, who's up? Well, we can start with Sandra. Okay. Um, she is calling about a shedding problem. Oh, shedding. It's yeah. another diet problem. Hey, Sandra, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. What kind of dog? Um, she's a terrier mix. Okay. She is uh, 28 pounds. Okay. Um, and we just moved here from, like, Chicagoland area right. uh, this fall, mm-hmm. which may have nothing to do with okay. And I just also feel, she's eight years old, I just also feel like maybe I should start um, upping or changing um, and improving her diet. Mm-hmm. Do not go to a senior diet, okay? okay? Just feed the good stuff and less of it, and you'll be just fine. That's the main thing. But now, the, um, okay, now when you Aaron Terrier, what are we talk, talk, talking she, about? She, she looks like a Disney dog. She looks kind of like a Karen Terrier with a longer body and shorter legs. The, the cold, the weather, like mm-hmm. you were just saying to the previous um, caller, right. you know, the dryness in the air. Yep. Um, but I feel like maybe I should be, since she's eight, help with the shedding. Or oh, not. definitely. Because all shedding is is dead, dry hair. Okay? That's all shedding is. A week, probably in about two weeks from that day, you're going to see dogs starting to, uh, and cats and that. What foods you're feeding, and then make sure you ro- you got a good rotation going on. I tell everybody that at least three evenings a week, for sure two evenings a week. Uh, feed them uh, four times, things like that. Because all it is, <clears throat> like I said, is to get the system working at its maximum capacity. All right, and okay. so that's why I'll be between the diet and and what do, what food are you feeding now? Um, Blue Wilderness Adult Chicken. Oh, 
But uh, okay, and so it's a great. Well, I tell Carly I just moved here, and yeah, I- it happened when the frog's car broke down. We'll be back.